For it is written about Paul that his letters are weighty, are, are weighty and powerful, but his physical presence is weak and his public speaking amounts to nothing. Now that's a glimpse ahead in the book. That's 2 Corinthians 10, 10. Paul is quoting his own critics. Now back to where we are on the study plan. Here's today's text. I'm Jesse. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning in verse 12. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you an opportunity to be proud of us, so that you may have a reply for those who take pride in outward appearance rather than in the heart. For if we are out of our mind, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. Paul had come under scrutiny. He's going to call them later on in the book super apostles. They're sort of like these self-deputized super apostles. Paul could be a bit of an embarrassment from the outside looking in. Okay, like he, he was evidently, according to Flavius Josephus' account, uh, like short and stocky and ugly with a unibrow and, and loud and obnoxious, and that was Paul. And he was homeless like most of the time. He would subsidize his ministry alongside Priscilla and Aquila through tent making. Much of the time, he would also receive financial support from other churches. In fact, he's going to say to the Corinthian church, like, look, I robbed those churches because they funded my salary and then I used those funds to come minister to you and I didn't ask for anything from you. And he's responding to, in the final chapter, chapters 10 through 13, which again could be, by the way, that letter between the letters, that letter between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians is possible. He's rebutting the super apostles. They would say, look, there's nothing to this guy. Look at him, like he's ugly. His, his physical appearance amounts to nothing. Uh, his, his public speaking ministry it, it amounts to nothing. Specifically, they would say that his physical appearance is weak, excuse me, and his public speaking amounts to nothing. Ooh, ouch, it's harsh. I mean, they give it up for his letters. They say that his letters are, are uh, powerful and weighty, but there's nothing to do when you actually meet the guy. It's a big letdown. And they were very physically impressive to look at, the super apostles, the self-professed self, uh, self apostles who were trying to usurp Paul's authority. Now Paul sees it right to, to some extent, defend himself, but he really lets the Lord do this. It's important that an apostle would do this, probably more important that an apostle would do this than a pastor because the apostle is the one speaking on behalf of God directly receiving divine inspiration that is tantamount to scripture itself. This is Paul as the apostle who planted the church of Corinth, now coming under scrutiny because of stupid things like his appearance, or people, they, people would express their distaste for his public speaking. And Paul is reminding the church of Corinth in today's text, look, I'm not commending us, meaning Paul and Timothy and Titus, you see, plays a, uh, they play, Timothy and Titus play prominent roles in this text. We're going to read their, their letters later. We're not commending ourselves to you again, but we're giving you an opportunity to be proud of us. It's a beautiful thing when a pastor is proud of his church and the church is proud of their pastor, despite his imperfections and all of his shortcomings, so that you may have a reply for those who take pride in outward appearance rather than in the heart. They're all about outward appearance. They're all about the flash. They don't care about the heart here. Okay, like a pastor's appearance does not matter. It does not matter. Now, when I taught this same passage on our radio broadcast, uh, I know a lot of pastors listen to the radio broadcast because we as pastors, we've got to crank out content. So that means we have to 
take content in too. And so I've, I've heard from pastors who listen to our radio broadcast. And I did speak with the pastors about this portion of the text, say, yeah, it's true. Look, I mean, like my belly's gotten out there over the years and I gotta bring it back in. Okay, like who are we to talk about self-control and the Holy Spirit if we can't control our own, uh, our own, our own diets? All right, like we gotta, we gotta rein that in. There was some study that showed a huge portion of us as pastors are overweight, and we gotta, we gotta rein that in. So, like, I, I'll handle that. Okay, I've spoken with my fellow pastors about that stuff, and and uh, you know, there's some, there's something about the physical appearance that does indicate a self, a self-control or a lack thereof. But that's not really what matters, okay? If I'm looking at a guy speak and he's saying something straight from the word of God that convicts me for my sin, and then my response is an ad hominem attack, oh yeah, well, you're fat. Like, then there's something wrong with my heart. I've got to look at his heart, which is for the Lord, and let conviction come to my own heart, which evidently is looking for something to attack this guy for, something petty like his physical appearance. God cares more about the heart. We tend to judge outward appearances but but God judges the heart. You could have the exact same convicting sermon, and if Tom Brady reads it versus an overweight, bald pastor reads it, people are probably more likely to listen to Tom Brady. Oh, well, that sounds really profound. <laughs> because we just tend to do that. We just tend to ascribe value to outward appearance. I mean, like, turn on the news, and it looks like all these people are ready for the runway. And it doesn't matter what they look like, all right? Whereas the guys who are on radio, <laughs> yeah, we radio guys, nobody cares what we look like. It doesn't matter so much. God cares more about what's in our hearts. We as mankind tend to judge the appearance of things. And Paul's apostles, super apostles as he calls them, are attacking Paul for the stupidest reason. They're saying, yeah, well, he's ugly. I don't like the way he speaks. I went to, I, I heard him speak once, and honestly, I don't know what the hype is all about. <laughs> I think it was a blogger who actually wrote that about me once. <laughs> like, it, it's a stupid thing to just attack superficial aspects of a pastor's ministry. But Paul is bringing the church of Corinth back home to what really matters. He wants them to be proud of him, not because of what he looks like, not because of how well he speaks, but because of his heart. So that you may have a reply for those who take pride in outward appearance rather than in the heart. They're they're saying that Paul's crazy and Timothy's crazy and Titus is crazy. He's like, if we're out of our mind, it's for God. If people call us crazy, they think the stuff we're doing is crazy, that's for God. But if we're in our in our right mind, it's for you. So if they get called crazy, hey, glory to God. Or if somebody's saying, hey, you know what? That guy's got a good head on his shoulders. Well, hey, that's my pastor. That's my apostle whom I, that's the guy who planted the church of Corinth. In any scenario, whether he's called crazy or he's called sane, it's all for the glory of God and the good of the church of Corinth. He just wants the church of Corinth to be proud of him. If somebody goes off calling Paul and company crazy, say, yeah, he's, he's going after the Lord. He's crazy for the Lord. The guy's been beaten multiple times and shipwrecked multiple times and on trial multiple times and, and all of it. He just, he, he's dedicated to the Lord. Or if somebody really admires Paul and they say that he's in his right mind, I don't know when that comment would come up, but Paul's point is, if that's the case, then that's for you. I want you to be proud of me. I want you to be able to say, yeah, that's the guy who planted our church. This was difficult for Paul. He's walking the tightrope of defending himself and letting the Lord's work speak for itself. He's under scrutiny here. And as an apostle, it's important that people understand he's the one speaking on the Lord's behalf. These other guys are just trying to build a platform for themselves. The way that you and I apply our lives to this text today is that we don't emphasize outward appearance. That stuff doesn't matter. Okay, and you hear me, my friends in the deep south? I went to seminary where there was a store, a gift shop on campus 
where you could buy the navy blazer and the red tie and the white dress shirt with the American flag pin. Okay, are we talking here? Like, it doesn't matter what you wear. That's legalism. It really doesn't matter. I'll wear a suit jacket every once in a while just to try to spruce it up, but ultimately it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Outward appearance doesn't matter. What matters is the heart. That's what matters more than anything. This is the book of 2 Corinthians. Stay tuned as Paul goes beyond defending himself and then outright engaging further his own critics in the final chapters, chapters 10 through 13.